flipping the switch innovations in inducible probes for protein profiling an article by Sean McKenna, Ellen Fay and Joanna McGowan from Trinity College Dublin, Dublin, Ireland ACS Chemical Biology 2021 Abstract Over the past two decades, activity-based probes have enabled a range of discoveries including the characterization of new enzymes and drug targets. However, their suitability in some labeling experiments can be limited by non-specific reactivity, poor membrane permeability, or high toxicity. One method for overcoming these issues is through the development of inducible activity-based probes. These probes are added to samples in an unreactive state and require in-situ transformation to their active form before labeling can occur. In this review, we discuss a variety of approaches to inducible activity-based probes design, different means of probe activation and advancements that have resulted from these applications. Additionally, we highlight recent developments which may provide opportunities for future inducible activity-based probe innovations. Introduction Activity-based probes have been developed as effective tools for identifying active enzymes in biological samples. They enable the detection and characterization of target proteins through the formation of a covalent bond between the probe and an amino acid residue at the protein active site. This labeling reaction occurs via the warhead unit of the probe, commonly an electrophile, which is tethered through a linker to a detectable reporter group. The linker will typically incorporate a recognition motif for the target protein. The reporter is usually a fluorescent group or an affinity tag. The reporter group may be present during labeling or can be added in a subsequent step using a bioorthogonal reaction such as copacatalyzed azidylkine cycladition, strain promoted azidylkine cycladition, inverse electron demand deals alder tetrazine ligation and Staudinger-Bertozzi ligation. Applications of probes have enabled extensive activity-based protein profiling of many cell types, leading to the characterization of novel drug targets, enzyme inhibitors, and even the discovery of new enzymatic activity. While activity-based probes have been used to probe a diverse range of active enzymes, applications of these tool compounds can have limitations. High electrophilic wireheads lead to non-specific protein labeling due to off-target reactivity. Activity-based probes can exhibit poor membrane permeability, preventing efficient labeling in wall cells. Many probes are also not suitable for labeling in living systems due to toxicity. Finally, the active site of some target proteins including metal enzymes, aspartyl proteases, histone deacetylases and kinases lack an eclophilic amino acid residue, making such proteins unsuitable for covalent capture by electrophilic warheads. In this context, additional activity-based probe approaches may be suitable, requiring alternative methods to be developed. Our approach for overcoming these issues has been the development of probes which are introduced to a biological sample in an errant state and require conversion to form the reactive probe. These inducible probes are initially unreactive to the chemical or steric masking of the reactive warhead. Upon activation, the inducible probe is converted into a reactive state, allowing labeling to occur. This can occur prior to a following binding to a target enzyme. Inducible probes can further be grouped by their mode of action, those that are exogenously induced by an external source such as UV light or a chemical reagent, and those that are endogenously induced either by an agent found naturally in the biological sample or within the target enzyme. Exogenous induction 
Probes activated by exogenous induction require an outside stimulus such as UV light or a secondary reagent. UV radiation has been used to induce labeling through photoactivation or photon caging. Alternatively, introduction of an additional chemical agents can be used to initiate a reaction which activates the probe. Photoaffinity-based probes A well-established strategy Inducible probe design is to incorporate a photoactivable cross-linker. A variety of these photoaffinity-based probes have been reviewed previously. A photoaffinity-based probes do not react specifically with a catalytic residue of the target protein. Labeling occurs as a result of a binding interaction between the probe and the protein. Photoaffinity-based probes differ from activity-based probes in this respect and can be considered as effective probes for target engagement rather than tools for detecting catalytic activity. This section highlights commonly used photoactivated cross-linking groups and recent examples of their applications. Photoactivated groups can form highly reactive species of radiation with UV light. Incorporation of a photoactivable group into a probe therefore allows an inducible covalent bond to be formed between the reactive species of the probe and the proximal residue of the target protein. This is a well-established strategy which has proven particularly useful for targeting enzymes which do not have a nucleophilic catalytic residue in their active site such as metalloenzymes, kinases and histone deacetylases. While a vast array of photoactivable groups have been reported a smaller subset have become popular in protein profiling as they exhibit suitable reactivity and bioorthogonality. Significant damage to the protein structure is known to occur from UV radiation less than 300 nanometer. Therefore, it is preferable to the wavelength of photoactivation to be more than 300 nanometer. Additionally, the half-life of the reactive intermediate should be shorter than the half-life of the association of the protein probe complex in order to avoid excess of target labeling. Aryalazides, benzophenones and diazerines have emerged as the most frequently applied photoactivable cross-linkers for photoaffinity-based probes and target engagement. Historically, aryalazides were employed as photoactivable groups due to their convenient preparation and commercial availability. A contemporary example of this photoactivable group was described by Lee and co in 2017. A diubiquitin-based probe incorporating an aryalazide enabled successful labeling of diubiquitinating enzymes DUBs, in cell lysate. Despite the success of aryalazide-containing probes, there are some disadvantages associated with use of these photoactivated groups. Phenylazides are activated by short wavelengths of UV radiation, a potent source of protein damage and hence sample degradation. Additionally, the reactive nitrine, which forms upon aryalazide activation, undergoes rearrangement to form a stabilized ketanamine, which exhibits decreased cross-linking efficiency. As such, use of aryalazides as photoreactive groups in probes has become decreasingly popular in recent years. By contrast, benzophenones are activated by longer wavelength UV, resulting in reduced radiative damage to sample proteins. Upon photoactivation, the benzophenone carbonyl adopts a reactive diuralical triplet state which can cross-link with the target protein resulting in a tertiary alcohol protein probe complex. The diuradical species can also be quenched by reaction with water. However, the hydrated adduct undergoes rapid dehydration to turn the original benzophenone, mitigating the detrimental impact of solvent quenching that can limit other photoactivable groups. Due to this, benzophenones requires a prolonged period of radiation for effective activation, increasing the risk non-specific labeling. The steric bulk of benzophenone group can also disrupt binding interactions with the target protein. Despite these factors, benzophenones 
have been used extensively as photoactivable groups in target engagement probes for many years. Why these photoactivable groups are often applied to label proximal residues non-selectively, they have been found to be highly effective for labeling methionines. In 2022, Verdi and co-workers incorporated benzophenone group in a stabilized E2 ubiquitin conjugate to generate an effective probe for labeling ubiquitin ring E3 ligases. The most extensively used photoactivable groups of protein profiling are diazorines and in particular aryl diazorines and aryl trifluoromethyl diazorines. The popularity of these photoactivable groups in recent literature can be explained by its stability and high reactivity upon activation. Like benzophenones, diazorines require long wavelength for activation while occupying a relatively small steric footprint. The small size allows them to be incorporated into biologically active probe scaffolds with little disruption to target binding. Upon photoactivation, the azarines can release N2 to form reactive carbenes or rearrange to form electrophilic diazo compounds. Carbenes can readily cross-link with proximal residues in the protein binding site, while diazo intermediates are prone to attack by neutrophilic residues, predominantly aspartates and glutamates. Due to the high reactivity, carbenes, which do not cross-link with a proximal residue, can be readily quenched by environmental water. This diminishes overall labeling yield, but also decreases non-specific labeling. A diazorine-containing inhibitor-based probe for the intracellular sensor protein NLRP3 was developed in 2020 by Robinson and co-workers. This work was notable as previous inhibitor-based NLRP3 probes featuring bulky benzophenones displayed significantly decreased target binding while the comparable diazorine probe remained highly potent. Also in 2020, Olsen co-workers reported a series of peptide-based diazorine probes where the photoactivable group was introduced as a non-natural L-photoleucine amino acid residue. These probes were used to examine proteins that target epsilon and acetylazine post-translational modifications. Photoactivable groups allow for temporal and spatial control of probe activation and hence offer advantages over conventional probe warheads. However, as all these photoactivable groups generate highly reactive radical nitrine or carbene species upon radiation, regardless of binding to the target protein, off-target labeling and solvent quenching can limit their application. Furthermore, probes utilizing photoactivable groups require only binding of the probe to the target protein in order for labeling to occur, as probe binding may not distinguish between the active and inactive target protein, the use is limited to the evaluation of protein probe interactions, rather than the detection of enzymatic activity. Photocaged activity-based probes in addition to UV radiation-inducing formation of a reactive radical, carbene or nitrine species, it is also possible to use UV light to induce formation of an electrophile. This uncaging strategy has been demonstrated to release a variety of functional molecules, including chemotherapeutics, fluorophores, enzymes and neurotransmitters. However, it has only recently been applied as a method for initiating protein profiling, possibly due to incursion of protein and DNA damage inherent with UV radiation in vitro, combined with the limitations of low tissue penetrating power when translating profiling to in vivo models. A cage electrophile approach can overcome some of the limitations of existing probes, including poor cell permeability. As photocage probes are predominantly unreactive, this approach allows for accumulation of the inducible probe in living cells, 
at high concentrations with limited cytotoxicity. Here we discuss the recent development of photocage probes and their applications to study a variety of proteins. In 2017, Willy Pana and co-workers described a photocaged probe that, once uncaged, demonstrated efficient sustained labeling in both HeLa cell lysate and in HeLa wall cells. The probe was optimized from a caged alpha-bromoketone to an alpha-iodoketone electrophile masked by a 4,5-dimethoxy-2-nitrophenyl photocage. Irradiation with UV light liberated the active electrophile from its protected ketal form, which reacted really with cysteine residues on a variety of proteins. The photocage probe showed decreased cytotoxicity compared to the analogous and widely used cysteine reactive iodoacetamide alkyne probe, and hence demonstrated greater labeling efficiency in living cells. As such, this probe provided an improved method for global evaluation of system modifications in living cells. In 2020, Haken co-workers used a series of two five-di-substituted tetrazole-based photocage probes to residue-specifically map aspartates and glutamates in the bacterial proteome. When irradiated with UV light, two five-distributed Tetrazoles release an electrophilic natural amine warhead. Acidic residues are capable of reacting with natural amines to form detectable protein probe adducts by a nucleophilic attack followed by an ON acyl shift. Labeling experiments were successful in both S areas and gram negative bacterial cells, demonstrating the methodology in challenging targets for cell permeation. Tetrazole bearing inducible probes therefore offer a potential strategy for profiling therapeutically relevant protein targets in bacteria. A tetrazole photocage strategy was adopted by Tsuang and co workers in 2020 to create inducible probes for DUBs. The authors replaced the electrophilic Michael acceptor warhead of the previously developed cell permeable DUB probe with a tetrazole photocage. Irradiation at 365 nm resulted in uncaging to form nitrilamine, which acted as an effective electrophilic trap for the active site cysteine residues of the target DUBs. Due to the inclusion of both labile cell-penetrating peptides and a photocage electrophilic warhead, the probe could undergo light-induced labeling of DUBs in HeLa wall cells, demonstrating the benefits of a combinational approach to inducible activity-based probe design. The use of photocage probes bearing a mask electrophile offers several advantages of a conventional activity-based probes. With the capacity to infuse living cells with high concentrations of caged probe prior to spatiotemporally controlled initiation of electrophile Formation. The photocage probes described by both Wirpana and Abo and Hack and others are broadly reactive, labeling residues on a multitude of proteins. By contrast, Zwang and co workers demonstrated their more broadly reactive photocage electrophile approach could label selectively when a suitable recognition element is used. Therefore, there is an excellent precedent to explore this strategy to specifically target further protein classes. An alternative application of photocage probes was demonstrated by Verhest and co-workers in 2020. A series of selective caspase inhibitors were prepared bearing a nitroiodaline photocage adjacent to the electrophilic warhead component of the probe. The photocage group in this approach sterically obstructs target binding rather than acting as a precursor to electrophile formation. UV radiation cleaves the photocage allowing effective binding and neutrophilic attack of caspases and the probe. Both the concept of caging electrophilic warheads and the probe and the approach of sterically blocking binding with a caging group are widely applicable to targets of the enzyme classes. 
Several recently published approaches featuring for the cage methods for protein labeling could also be effectively used in inducible probe design. For example, nitrobenzyl photocages have been incorporated into unnatural amino acids capable of forming quinone methyl electrophiles of a new V radiation. Another amino acid incorporation, followed by electrophile activation, enabled the covalent capture of proximal nucleophilic amino acid residues. The use of nitrobenzyl photocages as part of protecting group strategies in the preparation of activity-based probes has also been reported. While the photocage was used as a conveniently cleavable protecting group for probe synthesis, the same uncaging step could potentially be performed in situ to enable labeling of the target protein. Inspiration can also be drawn from proximity labeling strategies such as photocatalytic ligand-directed labeling for inducible activity-based probe design. Visible light-mediate oxidation inference results in the formation of dicarbonyl micale acceptors, which could also be exploited an inducible activity-based probe approach. Photocage probes offer an exciting strategy for inducible activity-based protein profiling, and there remains tremendous scope for further investigation in this area. Agent-activated probes A recently unexplored strategy is inducible probes in the application of secondary agents, which enable probe activation C2. This strategy offers an alternative method of switchable activation for protein profiling. An agent-activated probe targeting the UBs was reported in 2019 by Brick and co-workers and dependent upon the introduction of a palladium complex for probe activation. The probe was derived from a mutant ubiquitin variant UBV2.3 which was previously developed by Saint Ho and co-workers to target USP2A. The probe incorporated a cell-penetrating peptide to enable permeation of all cells and featured a thiazolidine moiety which could be cleaved in situ. PDLIL chlor 2 was selected as secondary target due to its biocompatibility and low toxicity. Incubation of the probe in wall cells followed by treatment with palladium ally chlor 2 resulted in theolizidine cleavage in the formation of aldehyde electrophile. It was hypothesized that the thiazolidine ring was activated for hydrolysis by interaction between palladium and sulfur, resulting in a carbonylamine intermediate which decomposed to liberate the aldehyde warhead. These electrophilic warheads could then be attracted by the electrophilic cysteine at the active site of USP2A to form a reversible thiohemiacetyl adduct. The probe successfully labeled USP2A in wall cells by dating the strategy for probe activation. This exciting approach could be further explored for retargeting of other cysteine-containing enzymes. Another agent-activated inducible probe for DUBs was reported in 2020 by McGurin co-workers. Whereas most inducible probes feature in-situ activation of the probe, this approach utilizes activation of the target protein. The probe consisted of a ubiquitin recognition element conjugated to a biologically inherent alkene warhead. Following pre-incubation, treatment with a radically initiated DPAP and in radiation with UV light, a thiol radical is formed at the active site cysteine which can undergo a thiolene reaction with the alkene warhead, resulting in the formation of a covalent protein probe at duct. The probe was capable of labeling DUBs and ubiquitin conjugation machinery in HEK293T cell lysate. This elegant strategy does not require the probe to undergo any structure changes, which may affect its target binding and represents a translatable strategy for targeting other cysteine-containing enzymes.
the thiol in reaction initiated with DPAP and UV radiation has been applied as a method for photoactivation of small molecules in human colon cancer cells, resulting in only slightly diminished cell viability. While a visible light initiated thiolene has also been demonstrated on purified recombinant DUBs. Further studies could help to elucidate the extent of toxicity implications of this radically initiated strategy in living systems. In 2016, Xion co-workers reported an agent-activated activity-based probe derived from the natural product artemisinin. Despite decades of research into the role of artemisinin derivatives as anti-malaria, anti-cancer and anti-inflammatory therapeutics, their mechanism of action remains a subject of debate. Coordination of heme to the endoperoxide bridge of artemisinin is understood to generate reactive carbon-centered radicals which can cross-link with proximal proteins. Xion co-workers demonstrated the labeling of several glutathione as transferases with an artemisinin-derived probe in cell lysate could be induced by the addition of hemine an oxidized derivative of heme. This work highlighted the potential of endoperoxide warheads for protein profiling as a non-UV-dependent tool for target protein labeling. While relatively few agent-activated probes currently exist, advances in chemical biology continue to inform new methods of probe induction. For example, in 2020, prescient co-workers described a cyclopropanone-triggered method for protein cross-linking using functionalized triuryl phosphines to create electrophilic ketene yield. Inverse electron demand deals alder reactions have also been demonstrated for the release of alcohol, carboxylic acids and primarily amine payloads. Similar strategies could be used to unmask recognition groups or to protect probe warheads. Such strategies appear to be readily translatable to the design of activity-based probes, opening new possibilities for probe design and expanding the repertoire of amino acid residues which can be targeted. Although the requirement for secondary agents may complicate the application of this class of probe, particularly for in vivo settings, these probes provide an alternative strategy for labeling through inducible activation and present the possibility of controlled activation without alterations in probe structure. Agent-activated probes present a promising strategy for protein profiling and may be applied further afield to target proteins that have yet to be explored. Endogenous induction. Endogenous induction describes probes deactivated by an agent native to the biological sample. Endogenous activation can occur as a result of a chemical reaction such as hydrolysis, metabolism by a native enzyme in the sample, or through engagement with the target protein itself. Interaction between the endogenous activator and inducible probe brings about a change in probe binding or reactivity which enables labeling of the target protein. The probes discussed in this section are divided based on their mode of action, cell-based, mechanism-based and binding-associated. Cell-activated probes It is possible to take advantage of in-cell metabolism as a mechanism to unmask or induce activity-based probes. This strategy can offer an effective method for overcoming the load membrane permeability, which limits the use of some probes, allowing labeling experiments to be performed in more complex systems, such as or cell or in vivo. In 2013, Wong and co-workers described an inducible activity-based probe strategy to study neuraminidesis, an enzyme class implicated in diseases such as salidosis. The probe DFSA showed effective labeling of the catalytic tyrosine residue of several neuraminidases in cell lysate. However, poor membrane permeability precluded implication of the probe in wall cells. 
Paracetylation of hydroxyl groups is an established method for improving the cell permeability of saccharides. In the authors demonstrated, the acetylation of the carbohydrate base probe improved lipophilicity and enabled the probe to cross cell membranes. The cell permeable probe PDFSA labeled a range of neuraminidases in cells once activated by in situ esterase hydrolysis. Masking hydrophilic groups is a common pro-drug strategy in medicinal chemistry and could be widely applied in the design of future cell permeable probes. In 2020, Van der and co-workers reported STEA55, an activity-based probe with broad-spectrum aldehyde dehydrogenases ALDH activity. Upregulation of ALDHs in cancer cells has been linked with chemotherapeutic resistance. STEL55 featured a Mannich-based motif which unmasks in situ to form a vinyl ketone electrophile. This surprising phenomenon was initially observed in an ALDH inhibitor screen by Hurley and co-workers and has been retrospectively discovered in other enzyme inhibitors. In both inhibitor and probe examples, the vinyl ketone generated in situ can label the catalytic cysteine residue of ALDHs through Mekhale addition. STAIR55 demonstrated good permeability and successfully enriched several ALDHs present in lung cancer cells. The targeting of nucleophilic cysteine residues with an electrophilic warhead is a popular approach in activity-based protein profiling. Hence, there is significant scope for applying this Mannich-based approach to the design of other inducible probes. Additionally, the hydrophilic amine in the inactive form may improve the aqueous solubility of more lipophilic probes, facilitating their use in biological settings. Inducible probe featuring a similar noteworthy mechanism of action was described in 2020 by Schreiber and co-workers. Glutathione peroxidase 4, GPX4, is of therapeutic significance as the enzyme upregulated in several drug-resistant cancer variants. The screening HIT-ML210 was observed to inhibit GPX4 in a reversible manner, despite bearing no currently reactive group. Investigation with a probe analogue ML210YNE showed the probe to have bound to GPX4 via silinohydroximate bridge in melanoma cells. The authors reasoned that the nitroisoxyl moiety of ML210 YNE must undergo hydrolytic ring opening and rearrangement to mask a nitrooxide electrophile. This nitrooxide electrophile could then be attached by the catalytic selenocysteine residue of GPX4. In the course of their work, Schreiber and co-workers also demonstrated suitability of ML210 for labeling a cysteine mutant of GPX4 highlighting the potential of using nitrile oxides for labeling proteins with active site cysteines. Nitroisoxoles are the latest in a series of compounds including furoxans and nitroalkenes to feature embedded nitrosubstitutes as masked electrophiles. Examination of other commonly metabolized functional groups may help identify yet more classes mask electrophilic warheads for application in usable activity-based probes. In each of these examples, the in-situ activation of activity-based probes allowed wall cell protein profiling. These publications demonstrated different approaches to probe design masking either the recognition element or the warhead. Synthesis of these masked probes afforded activity-based probes with more favorable properties than their masked analogues. Cell-based activation of inducible probes is a powerful protein profiling strategy with broad scope for application to other protein targets. 
as available metabolite pathways are better understood new engaging strategies for cell activated probes are likely to emerge. Mechanism-based probes Mechanism-based probes are well-established approach to activity-based protein profiling. These probes feature a substrate motif which can be recognized and processed by the target protein. These results in the release of a reactive electrophile which undergo attack from a nucleophilic residue within the active site, resulting in labeling of the target protein. The most common class of mechanism-based probes for a quinone methyl electrophile aponenzymatic activation. Quinone methyl mechanism-based probes have been employed for labeling phosphatase, glycosidases, beta-lactamases, and sulfatases. They have been used for protein profiling in vivo, including several studies in mouse models. Induction occurs upon the enzymatic cleavage of an oxygen heteroatom or oxygen carbon bond analogs to the turnover of the natural substrate. The resulting phenolate undergoes elimination of a conjugated leaving group and an electrophilic quinone methyde is formed. These electrophilic warheads may then be attacked by electrophilic residue in the enzyme active site to result in covalent capture of the protein. However, the lack of an affinity motif in the resulting quinone methyde can lead to diffusion from the active site. The other proteins may be labeled non-specifically. Among quinone methyl precursors, there is variation in the aromatic substitution and leaving groups utilized. In 2019, Xi and Kuokus investigated structure activity relationships for a range of mechanism based probes for alkyne phosphatases, ALP, a biomarker of several diseases, including hepatitis. It was discovered the incorporation of self emulative carbamate groups resulted in greater target labeling than fluoride leaving groups in the parabenzylike position. Furthermore, multifunctional mechanism-based probes featuring both auto- and parabenzylytic leaving groups resulted in the highest labeling sensitivity of all probes tested in HALO wall cells. It was reasoned that the efficacy of these multifunctional probe ALP6 resulted from its ability to offer multiple pathways to protein labeling upon quinone methyl formation. When an ALP6 analog was functionalized with an IR fluorescent dye, competing phosphatase labeling in HALA tumor xenograph mice could be demonstrated. Although a multitude of quinone methyl probes exist in literature, the efficiency of these strategies remains limited by off-target labeling. Intermediates with high affinity are retained within the active site long enough to currently label the protein. However, low affinity or less reactive intermediates can diffuse from the active side and contribute to off-target labeling. This exception is a small class of chloroisocumarine probes originally investigated by Verhelst and co-workers which retain the quinone methyl formed within the active site of serine proteases and serine hydrolysis by an intermediate ester. However, the majority of probes lack binding affinity to prolong resistance time within the active site. An exciting area for advancement, therefore, would be the incorporation of additional target recognition motifs, which could decrease the rate of quinone methyl dissociation. Several classes of mechanism-based probes have been developed for labeling oxidative enzymes. Initial strategies focus on the cytochrome P450 CYP family that regulate oxidative metabolism. Kravata and co-workers have demonstrated the metabolic oxidation of alkynes can form ketene and alpha-beta unsaturated ketone electrophiles, resulting in the labeling of a range of CYP enzymes. In 2016, certain co-workers extended this work by examining 8 hydroxypsorolin 
analogues they underwent CYP oxidation to form electrophilic furan oxide. The benzofuran probe JDS14 was found to effectively inhibit CYP3A4 in enzymatic assays. A labeling of the overexpressed enzyme in cell lysate was also demonstrated. JDS14 showed NADPH-dependent labeling of several other overexpressed CYPs by dating benzofurans as an additional class of oxidatively activated probes. Buchardt and co-workers described an oxidizable probe for labeling aerobic flavin-dependent enzymes, catalysts involved in the biosynthesis of several natural products. Oxidation of 1,3-oxythene-2,1 probes to give acyl sulfoxide electrophiles enabled fluorescent labeling of several purified flavoenzymes and moderate activity was demonstrated in E. coli wall cells. In 2021, Matthews and co-workers developed a novel class of organohydroxine mechanism-based probes. Previous studies had demonstrated that organohydroxine probes could be used as nucleophiles for reverse polarity protein profiling. However, detection of some unexplained adducts suggested a secondary labeling pathway. Examination revealed the enzymes which bound oxidizing cofactors as their active sites could oxidize organohydrazine probes to form a carbon-centered radical for covalent protein probe cross-linking. The reaction of the probe with the enzyme NQO2 was confirmed by mass spectrometry by X-ray crystallography confirmed the labeling occurred immediately adjacent to the binding pockets of oxidizing cofactor FAD. Organohydrazine probes showed competitive and specific labeling of cofactor-bearing active enzymes, representing one of the most broadly applicable classes of oxidable mechanism-based probes yet reported. Applications of oxidatively activated probes are also hampered by diffusion-enabled off-target labeling, while a variety of inducible warheads can be formed through enzymatic oxidation. Mechanism-based probes of these nature have appeared only sparsely in the literature, which may reflect the great applicability of quinone methods for probing several enzyme classes of therapeutic significance. However, there is significant scope to apply the principle demonstrated by the examples above to expand our toolbox of ways to study oxidative enzymes. Binding associate activation of activity-based probes A recurring theme in activity-based probe design is the turning of highly reactive non-specific electrophiles to create warheads with greater target or residue specificity. This tuning reduces probe electrophilicity and can produce warheads of such low reactivity that they are considered almost inherent. These latent electrophiles do not undergo a change in chemical structure prior to labeling and can therefore only be suitably differentiated from broadly electrophilic warheads or warheads whose reactivities are augmented by protonation in the active site. As a result, latent electrophiles are at the boundary of what would be considered as an inducible probe. Latent electrophiles must be chemically stable in the presence of water and generic nucleophiles, and their reactivity should be abolished if the target protein has been denaturated. Labeling can only occur when binding of the probe to the protein places the latent electrophile in a pause that facilitates nucleophilic attack by an active site residue. Protein binding interactions stabilize the intermediate which forms a nucleophilic attack, resulting in enhanced reactivity of the electrophile following active site binding. This strategy due to the requirement for precise positioning of the electrophile before probe labeling can occur, affords excellent selectivity and specificity in probe labeling.
A novel Latin electrophile was described by Ovar and co workers in 2013. The authors discovered the UPPRG, a polypeptide probe bearing a terminal alkyne, could bind covalently the range of the UBs. Terminal alkynes are generally understood to be inherent under physiological conditions and are commonly used as bioorthogonal ligation handles. However, alkyne bearing probes were found to covalently label the catalytic cysteine residue of the UBs. Investigation revealed the formation of a vanyl thioether bridge resulting from Markovnikov hydrothiolation of the terminal alkyne. This mechanism of labeling was unexpected to the formation of an unstable vanilic anion intermediate. However, concurrent studies by Mortz and co-workers on related cysteine proteases highlighted a stabilizing oxyanion hole formed by neighboring amide proteins. This stabilizing region is believed to reduce the activation energy of thiol addition, allowing labeling to occur. UBPRG exhibited equivalent reactivity and superior selectivity for range of the UBs over the known Michael acceptor probe UBVMA. Ovai and co-workers have demonstrated broad application of terminal alkyne warheads, including development of small molecule irreversible inhibitors of catepsine K. Sulfonyl BI fluoride exchange SUFEX has also emerged as a valuable labeling strategy. Recent advances have enabled the convenient preparation of novel libraries of aryl fluorosulfate latent electrophiles, which are lower activity analogues of sulfonyl fluorides. 2018, Kelly and co-workers screened three structured distinct aryl fluorosulfate activity-based probes to measure labeling in HAC-293-T-cell lysate. Each probe labeled a small number of functional diverse active enzymes and minimal cross-reactivity was observed between the probes. Proteomic analysis and X-ray crystallography revealed that SUFEX labeling of these proteins occurred at tyrosine and lysine residues within the binding pockets of active enzymes. Labeling was found to require proximal cationic lysine and arginine residues, indicating an important role in the stabilization of the fluoride leaving group through H-bond donation. A further study utilized sulfamidomidoyl fluorides for SUFAX labeling was later published by Kelly and co-workers in 2020. The valuable discovery of both aryl fluorosulfate and alkyl warhead probes has instigated campaigns in covalent inhibitor drug discovery. There is, however, room for further exploration of the scope of this inducible electrophile strategy for probe design. Meticulous observation and rational design have major roles to play in identifying further examples of binding activated electrophiles. It remains to be seen which functional groups may yet demonstrate electrophilic activity and to what extent exists electrophiles can be re-engineered. Although this class of probes lacks control over the activation binding associate activation represents a high point in selective probe design. The simplicity and elegance of these modes of activation ensures high specific labeling and mimics the tuned enzyme substrate activity native to biological systems. Conclusion The emergence of inducible activity-based probes has led to an increased ability to sample active enzymes in more diverse mediums and with a greater degree of spatial and temporal control. An extensive toolbox of bioorthogonal reactions has been built up of the past two decades, offering new opportunities in inducible activity-based probe design as further strategies in probe design and activation advised new discoveries and applications can be anticipated. Inducible probes 
which are cell permeable enable the characterization of novel enzymatic activity in multiprotein complexes, which may not be detected in cell lysate. Induced activation has the potential for mediating probe toxicity in labeling experiments. While in vivo labeling experiments using mechanism-based probes have previously been demonstrated, application of inducible probes in conjunction with bioorthogonal agents could provide a more controlled method of protein profiling in cell and animal models. And masking strategies developed for in vivo probe activation could rationally be translated into a method for release of covalent drugs and vice versa. Several applications of bioorthogonal photolabel groups have been reported, including Protex, unnatural amino acids, and imaging agents. The use in probe design is also becoming increasingly popular but there remain opportunities to apply greater finesse in photoactivation strategy. The exploration of novel reactive groups for covalent binding of less commonly targeted residues such as thiophosphodichloride reagents for histidine labeling and oxide radicals for tryptophan labeling and hypervalent iodine reagents for methionine labeling will broaden the scope of protein profiling and enable the characterization of less well understood enzymes. The development and profiling of new residue selective electrophiles enhance the ability to perform protein profiling in more complex systems and will contribute to a more comprehensive understanding of the activity of these enzymes and their biological role in the greater life cycle of the cell. Inducible activity-based probe designs and applications will continue to be informed and enriched by advancements in chemical biology research. Innovations such as those discussed here can inspire novel masking and activation strategies that expand the scope of activity-based protein profiling tools. The next generation of inducible probes has the potential to capture a more complete picture of enzymatic activity with ever greater control and selectivity in probe enzyme adduct formation. Thank you for listening to Pub Reading.